Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A federal court grants anonymity for our New York health care workers, and we're also going to be talking about vaccine passports on faith and freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, to begin our discussion today on faith and freedom, a judge in New York granted our request for a protective order so that our plaintiffs, in this case, health care workers in New York, can use pseudonyms in the lawsuit against Governor Kathy Hochul, the Department health commissioner, and other health care systems. This is because in New York, the governor issued this order uh, that there would be no religious exemptions and that employers that granted religious exemptions would lose their business license to operate. So these individuals were terminated. These are health care workers, heroes that have worked through the pandemic. And when they refused to get the COVID shots because of their sincerely held religious convictions, to the contrary, They were terminated. We have a lawsuit pending on their behalf. And then the other side wanted to get their names. Well, they know who they are in terms of the employers know who they are. But they wanted to get their names released to the public. Why would the public need to know their names? The reason they wanted their names released to the public is because they would be intimidated, they would be stigmatized, they would be harassed, even threatened up to their very lives And because of that public identity, they might be intimidated and likely would be to withdraw from the case. And, you know, the judge recognized that in her order. She wrote, considering the social and political climate that has surrounded the public debate over the COVID-19 vaccine, the court credits plaintiffs' fear of being harassed, scorned, and intimidated, which could have a chilling effect on them or impact their employment prospects. Of course, we know that so far these plaintiffs have been kicked to the curb. They've been fired for not getting the shot. Their religious exemptions have not been granted. I, it's t- unbelievable to me that the governor is, is, has pursued this and has gotten this far. But regardless, as this case continues in federal court, these plaintiffs need protection for now and for the future when they go for another employment We have a similar case uh, pending in Maine, and we are asking for anonymity there as well. The media has intervened in the case. Right, the media wants their They want their names. Well, you know, the amazing thing is is that when we first presented the pseudonym request, we actually included a media report which actually talked about the case, and then you see all the comments that were listed by the people who were reading that media report, and they wanted to hang these people. They wanted to, you know, do things bad to them. They were wanting to harm these individuals. And it's the same media now that we actually presented that information that once these names revealed, it is disingenuous. Right. They don't need to have their names revealed. So we're still litigating that in Maine, but we got a good decision here in New York. We also have litigated this with regards to our service members, and the judge has indicated that uh, the service members can remain anonymous as well. Uh, you don't need to have their religious convictions and their medical data and status you know, published to the entire right, public. There's, there's no reason here, for yeah. that. 
And the, and the court recognizes this and says they need protection uh, while this case continues. So we'll continue to litigate this case in New York, Maine. Also, we have ongoing litigation in Illinois on behalf of healthcare workers and a massive class action lawsuit that we're pursuing against the military, all the different um, Department of Defense mandates with regards to the COVID shots. Continue to pray for those cases. We, back in March and April of 2020, that far ago, when COVID just began and there was really no statewide lockdowns yet in most of the states, maybe a few states, we began to warn at the very end of March 2020, beginning to middle of March, of April 2020, that COVID vaccine passports were likely to be coming. This was well before there was any federal dollars being paid for any development of a COVID shot, well before the EUA authorization that occurred in mid-December 2020 of Pfizer and then thereafter Moderna and Johnson & Johnson. And the reason why we warned is because we began to do research globally and realized that there was a global effort to vaccinate everybody on the planet pre-COVID and that in order to do that, you needed to determine who was vaccinated, who was not. So you had to have some tracking system. And then for those that were non-compliers, that resisted, opposed, objected, you needed to have some kind of force, coercion. And that's exactly what we see happening now. So that was happening. We learned about what was taking place in China with their digital social credit, which they then added the COVID shot vaccine to that as well. That would determine your ability to work in public, dine in public, shop in public, fly on airplanes and so forth, travel. And then we also came across MIT's technology review. And uh, from April of 2020, uh, even March perhaps, they have been strongly advocating vaccine passports as a way to return to normal. Kind of analogizing that to the post 9-11 TSA inconveniences that we've had to go through in order to have security flying on aircrafts. They said people would get used to it as a condition to return to normal and that these vaccine passports would be digital and would have your digital health information and you would present that uh, as a criteria to travel and so forth. Well, Naomi Wolf, who is a PhD, she is someone who is more politically on the liberal side. She has been an advisor to President Bill Clinton and Al Gore. She said this, quote, I am CEO of a tech company. I understand what this platform does. It's not about the vaccine. It's not about the virus. It's about data. And once this rolls out, you don't have a choice about being part of the system. What people have to understand is that any other functionality can be loaded onto that platform with no problem at all. They're trying to roll it out around the world. It is so much more than a vaccine pass. I can't stress this enough. It has the power to turn, your, turn off your life or turn on your life, to let you engage in civil society or be marginalized. It's catastrophic. It cannot be allowed to continue. You know, I can't agree with that more. In fact, Holly, surprisingly, there are about 21 states, 21 states, that have some form of vaccine passport credential in place, and there's a few other states that are considering it, including some red states uh, that otherwise you wouldn't think have such a system. And they are 
considering this or implementing it under the guise that it would be helpful to be able to track who has the vaccine and who doesn't have it, and it would be helpful to gather data and return us back to, quote, normal. It's going to be something that will provide your safety and security, and you have to give up just a little bit of freedom to do it. That is a very scary situation at Liberty Council Action's uh, webpage, lcaction.org. We have faxes and petition opportunities for you to speak to these governors. Give your information in terms of your position on this, not your information, but your position to make your voice heard. No to these vaccine passports and no to these mandates. And absolutely, you know, they're going to use this as a social credit system. It's all about your data. It's nothing to do with health or safety or anything else that they're trying to push out. And, but this is our moment as the church to rise up and say no. They're going to want to use this to punish you. You can't buy groceries. You can't eat out. You can't fly. We have to say no. You already see that right now in New York City in terms of, uh, for example, workers that have in-person work or they interact with the public in New York City, they have to have the vaccine. You experienced it in D.C. when you were up there experienced arguing. Experienced in D.C. the day after we arrived. You were going to be able to go to a restaurant without your passport. Yeah. The mayor imposed this vaccine requirement, proof of vaccine credentials. You couldn't go to public places. You couldn't go to a restaurant. You couldn't sit down. So we were relegated to the hotel uh, with room service. But this is not going away. We have to realize this is not going away. It's going to become worse. So we have to have our foundation in place as the church to know who we are in Christ and push back and say no. We've got to push back and say no. And you can do that by going to lcaction.org, lcaction.org, and look for this information where we have um, messaging on these vaccine passports. You can fax, you can do petitions right there at lcaction.org. But it's not going away. No matter what happens with COVID, there's going to be something else, and they're not going to limit this to COVID. COVID is a launching pad for a greater agenda. Say no to these mandates. We need to demand freedom. For more information, you can also visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.